Preneur Productions. Find your voice. Welcome to Half Class Podcast, everybody. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, A.A. Cray, and I'm here with Thomas Williams. Ling Ling! Chris Ogden. Sir Sunaj the Brave, Knight of the New Order, Hero of Grigon, Goddess of Women's Dreams, The Meat Cannon, The Magic Shitter, The Metagamer, The Undistracted, Father O' Banana Bread, The Kind of Necessary Lion, The Fallen, The Master of Third Degree Burns, The Shaft Hustle Champion, and... The survivor of many things. We unfortunately do not have Dietrich with us tonight. Um, he is currently working on some extra audio issues, and he will be joining us again here soon. But we do have a special guest in honor. No. But we do have a special guest here to take over for a little bit to help these guys get through some stuff. We have Ian Kirsten here. Don't say your name. I'm not Ian Kirsten. No, I'm. I, I, that <laughs> oh, was, that was oh, a close my, one. My character name. Yeah, don't say gotcha, your character okay. name. <laughs> well, I am Ian Kirsten, and thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Very excited. Man. We're actually really excited to work with you. Thank um, you. when's the last time you played D and D? Moving on. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's about f- right. This has been a long time. Yeah. Uh, last time we played was Ian. A couple years ago. Yeah, Ian played with me. I, I DM'd for him. All right, so. Last we left off, you guys had finished the Shaft Hustle tournament. You guys ended up going on a little uh, trip to meet up with Harry. Harry ended up leaving the party, and he made sure that everybody understood that it was it was out of his own under it was out of his own will. He wanted to leave to find himself and figure out what he's doing with his life now that he has another well class added to his own. Uh, after that, you guys all went and celebrated say, uh, Sunaj's birthday. You celebrated Sunaj's birthday and got him some cake, got him some ice cream, and then you guys went to the Darbucks, and you all sort of uh, kind of did your thing for a little while. You made sure the girl was safe with uh, Burden. Who was that giant feller that you guys met? And he was a furbolg. And then you guys came back. He was was a furbolg. Yeah, I'm super into furbolgs. I I didn't realize that's what he was when you. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, He didn't tell you because he knew you would hit on him. Yeah. So, (laughs) um, essentially, you all came back to the mobile tavern, and you started pulling cards from the deck of many things. Ling Ling, you pulled... Time out. I don't remember what the names of the cards are, but... Ling Ling, you pulled the Queen of Hearts, which was the key card. You got a rare or rarer magic weapon, and that weapon was... Are you waiting for me? I was going to, yeah. I was going to let you do it, but... (laughs) I honestly don't remember the exact name of it. It's called the Flying Spear. Okay. That's what I had written down. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I just wrote it down because I didn't care what the actual name was, but... 
Sunaj, you drew the King of Hearts, which was the throne. You were you gained proficiency in persuasion, and you got to double your proficiency bonus on checks made with that skill. In addition, you gain rightful ownership to a small keep somewhere in the world. Uh, however, monsters currently own that area, and you have to basically clear it out in order to get it. You got the deed to Enderest. And Dietrich. Dietrich's character, Gorum, pulled the King of Clubs, which was the Void card, which draws his soul from his body and contains it in an object in a place of the DM's choice. His body was incapacitated, and he was sent off. Back to happier things. Um, afterward, you guys went and started heading over toward the library. Not to find uh, a cute hookup or anything like that, like Sunaj usually does at libraries. We'll see how it goes. Don't rule anything out. That's fair. Um, so you guys are headed to the library, um, led by Lyga, through the gravel streets of Torax Keep, and you all begin to reminisce of the times that you had all spent with Gorum. Uh, Ling Ling, you recall Gorum and Harry on horses hastily coming to your aid in Grigon. If you remember, Gorum fought really, really valiantly, and he fought against three mages at once. When you all stood behind him after he exploded into flame and killed Wingnar... That's another one that was very, very heavy. You, specifically, Lingling, remember the devastation in his eyes afterwards. It was very similar to the time that you came home and saw the knife in your mother's back. You all, of course, could never forget the time of putting all your cards on the table. You know, uh, it led to the greatest uh, and probably first ever Shaft Hustle team that's never played Shaft Hustle. So that's cool. <laughs> Uh, Sunaj, your recollection is a little bit more focused on more of a, uh, when you, when you kept Gorum, uh, calm at the night in the dame, when he first met Meta, uh, the man that he thought killed his wife. And you also remember when he first called you a hero and told you how much of an asset you would be in getting Heritar out of prison. He was right, wasn't he? Yeah. So you've all created such bonds with each other. And now with him gone, it, it's very, very... Everything feels empty. Uh, you begin to s slowly approach the library. And you notice the building looks to sort of have like a flat weather damaged rooftop that lay across brick walls. Um, there are no windows. Uh, you sort of notice a gnome um, with kind of a comb over. Uh, he's wearing like a baggy brown full body onesie. And he's wheeling out a shop vacuum-esque device. And it's kind of made from like metal plating and bolts. Um, there's several toggle levers on this device. And the gnome is holding what appears to be like a, a hose with like a little trigger. Um, and he begins spraying uh, graffiti... <laughs> off there's graffiti on one of these walls and he's sort of spraying it on the library with some like uh, soapy liquid um as you make your way toward the entrance what does it look like it said uh make a perception check nat one 
Oh no. <laughs> a fucking great start to this uh, this campaign. Uh, honestly, you got it out of the way early. <laughs> Too bad it wasn't a persuasion check, huh? <laughs> what did you get? Me? Yeah. I rolled a seventeen. Uh, with a why didn't you just say that? That was a good roll. Um, with a yeah, his wasn't. I was talking about his. <laughs> gotcha. Um, you can kind of see sort of uh, bleeding through just a little bit. You can see that it says fourth child of nine. It says some words up there, guys. Where? I I put down my pocket mirror. <laughs> up there on the wall, you see that little guy um trying to wash it off? It says fourth child. No, go ahead, sound uh, it out. Of n- nin. Close. Nine. Nine. There Sad. we go. It's a number too. I it doesn't him. even. It's not even spelled out. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I pat him on the back. Nice. Uh, Good you, job. You kind of see the gnome is just like bickering to himself. Um, he he seems to be pretty upset about them spray painting this again. <laughs> hey, uh, wh- what is that? Those goddamn kids. Spring on my building. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> the kids are spring on my building. Oh, like paint? Oh, that they're spraying on your building. Yeah. You want us to beat them up? Yeah. Okay, okay, where are they? Yeah, I can take out some aggression right now. I don't know where they at. Okay, well, if you find out, let us know. Is this the library? Yeah. Okay. What does the fourth child of nine mean? I don't fucking know. You dumb as hell. You're a bitch. <laughs> I flip him the bird out of respect. Uh, uh, and, po- and, he, and, out of respect. In honor of Gorm. He points at your burns. <laughs> <laughs> Burn! I cry a little and walk in. <laughs> he sprays you. Um, okay, uh, so as you sort of uh, are going up toward this, uh, the little entrance toward the dusty-looking library... Um, you start to see the drive. Uh, Liga kind of just walked right past as you guys were doing this. You see Liga was just straight forth, going straight for these doors. Um, he'd been basically leading you guys here this entire time. He'd been the one taking charge. Um, he sort of uh, turns to you two right before the door and stops and his hand has hand on the handle and he looks back and you kind of see like a few tears are forming in his, his eyes, his Focused, focused blues, blue eyes. And he sort of ascends the stairs, pushes open the door of this old reddish-brown building with no windows. And you all go in. Uh, as soon as you sort of walk into this library, um, it's very dusty, it's very musky. Um, it smells like a lot of these uh, these books. It smells have- like bards. Yeah, it has a very uh, very wet odor, um, like water damage over the years. Um, the room's very, very simple. Uh, it's like a deep reddish-brown oak color that uh, covers all of the shelves and the walls of the room. And a brown oval desk in the center is kind of covered in papers and sort of has, like, books uh, laid out. Uh, you can see it's right above a old dirty circular rug it's red 
Uh, there are four walls in total. Each are like probably 12 foot, somewhere around there. And all of them are bookshelves. Uh, as you sort of look back to close the door behind you, there is a trim of books surrounding the door, actually, as well. Um, the books on the shelves are very few, and uh, they appear to be pretty much of the gods. They just all have, like, books of the gods. There's there's a lot of, like, open, empty spaces on these shelves. Um, center in the room is uh, slouching over this cluttered desk is a slender, red-skinned tiefling with narrow, slanted eyes. Uh, they appear to be draped in, like, a brown, baggy, burlap linens, um, sort of have, like, a brown belt across the stomach, around the waist, um, that kind of just holds everything together. Uh, these clothes are clearly a little too big. Um, and then they're wearing boots that are, like, stained black leather with shiny silver buckles. Um, one of their horns is clearly broken off and it's kind of like stumped at the top. It looks like it was like more of a blunt weapon hit this and took it off. Um, so it's like cracked. And then the other is kind of like slicked back over top and then downward and then lifts back up at the tip. Hmm. Um, he appears to be asleep when you all come in. Uh, go ahead and make a perception, everybody. 16. 15 for my passive. With a 16 Sunaj, uh, you see that he's sort of drooling um, on some of these papers, a uh, few books uh, he has laid out in front of him. You could assume he was reading or studying these prior to falling asleep. Uh, the book right underneath the tiefling's face appears to be a novel written by a very, very well-known entertainer. Uh, the title is Tenacious D&D by Jack Blacksmith. Uh, he begins... <laughs> he begins to uh, to kind of like uh, huff a little bit, and uh, he starts to wake up and sees you all kind of staring at him, excluding Liga, who's just kind of walking around. Um, Ian, introduce your character. Oh, shit. Okay. I knew Do it was just... going to be his character when you didn't said the name of the book. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ian is well known for being a Jack Black fan. Yeah. Uh, he's around, I believe I said 24, 24 years old. So he looks pretty young. Yeah, he's pretty young. Um, he's a uh, very um, smart assy, um, young punk. You can tell that by, by the way he's sleeping. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit about... Where he's at. Cool kids stay in. He, yeah. Cool kids. Cool drool. kid club. Yeah. Cool yeah. kids drool. <laughs> he was sleep. He was in a deep sleep. He doesn't care if anyone sees him or not. Um. But you are waking up now, so you're yeah, starting well, to see them coming. Yeah. I had my full eight. <laughs> <laughs> you you're 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 about to clock out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hashtag security. I sleep at work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ready for some role play, bitch? Yeah. Well. Give it to me, daddy. So now, as your character sort of wakes up and you see... You guys want to explain your characters, what they look like to uh, to uh, Tormac? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, my character is about six foot. He's really slender. Uh, he looks like he has almost... Like the features on his face, they look almost sanded down. Just like not like like they've been injured, but just like they're just flat. Okay. 
Um, he's got a really pale skin. Uh, he's got burns down the side of his face, yeah. uh, and he's got really thin wire-like hair. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, he's wearing really, really nice clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Did Lin-Ling forget what he looks like? <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at those papers. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking through to see exactly what I put. But, so Ling-Ling is a halfling. Okay. Half dragon. And... Uh, so he's like three foot tall, 40 pounds. Clearly the strongest in the group. You can just tell by looking at right. him. Right. And uh, I guess now by default. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that is also factual that I am the strongest in the group. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's, he's younger um, in his 20s as well. Okay. And... Uh, you can't tell the dragon features much. You just tell that his ha- his skin is a little scaly in parts. Gotcha. But I, if you if you wouldn't have known, like if I wouldn't have told you, then you wouldn't be able to tell that he had dragon in him. Okay. Yeah. And one thing to note with my characters, my like I look inhumanly sanded down. Like my features look inhumanly just very gone. flat. Very flat. Okay. Like I have a nose and like features, but they're just not just, distinguished at all. Yeah. Okay. Just out of curiosity, what are you guys sporting? Did you guys pick up anything when you guys uh, went to the markets and everything? Did, are you guys wearing like nicer clothing than you came in with, or are you guys still wearing shaft hustle shit? I think I had my just my fancy clothes patched. Okay. I think I added my sash to, I think, my gold sash. To my okay. Clothing. I mean, I put my armor back on. Okay. But I put it on over the shaft. shaft oh, absolutely. You got to take it home. Yeah. The other one that basically is just kind of walking around just to kind of give you an idea, um, sort of uh, wearing a, uh, like, hand-cut sleeveless white ruffled shirt with a low-styled V-neck. He kind of has, like, a little cape that it's, like, clasps, and it stretches... Uh, across his chest and the red cape on his back is cut short to look like flames are flowing off the back um his pants are like a dark blue studded leather he's got a tucked into some high class brown boots with swirls on the sides um he has wraps that cover both of his his left and his right hands and he has two little dagger harnesses um one on each side but um they they look like they're the handle, the handles of the daggers are very, very thin, um, and his hair styled up and to the left and very red. Um, he has very bright blue eyes. So just to give you an idea of everything, as everybody kind of comes in, um, what are you doing? I'm waking up. Uh, I kind of wipe my mouth and I look. Can I help you? Um, Tor- uh, Tormac, right? Tarmac. Tarmac. Tarmac, you recognize uh, Sunaj and Lingling from the Shaft Hustle tournament um, that you basically went and saw. Um, you saw that they were the winners of the Shaft Hustle tournament, and they kind of had that little speech at the end. Oh. Oh, shit. I didn't know it was you guys. Come in. Come here. Oh, you recognized us. Hi. Hey, didn't you just hey, you guys just won the uh, shuffleboard contest, right? Yes. <laughs> shuffle, shuffle stick, <laughs> shuffle touch, shaft, shaft hustle. hustle, shuffle. That's I. Shaft I hustle. call it. I call it shuffle for short. Shaft and we hustle. We have a new Dietrich. Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. So obviously a big fan. Uh, yeah. Well, 
I honestly, what it was is that I I heard the speech that you guys gave afterwards, and it was you know it was really touching. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, we're uh, we're looking for books. This is a library, right? Good start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What, what kind of books? Uh, well, let, let eighteen me. plus used to be over there, <laughs> and uh, children's books, right? You, they're back, back there. Like it kind of walks over toward the children. Not, books. not you. Talking to the little, the little boy. Everyone thinks you're my child. I'm a grown half man. Like it sits down, cross-legged, <laughs> pretzel style. Starts looking at the child books. Okay. I gotta arm wrestle you to show you how much of a man I am. <laughs> oh, buddy. Uh, yeah. So I uh, promise not to break your arm. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, I'm Sunaj, Sir Sunaj the Brave. Uh, I could go through my list of titles, but uh, we're kind of in a hurry. I think. Lingling's flexing his arms. <laughs> Uh, so long story short, uh, one of our friends' soul has been ripped out, and we need some help with that. <laughs> you know, as you All do. Right. Well, uh, I'm Tarmac, so there's you know just letting if we're doing introductions. I'm Ling Ling. Okay. Oh yeah, other people have names. I you're you're loud. <laughs> <laughs> this is a library. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> All right, what it, so you need help? Yeah, I guess we're looking for a book, like a, like a map. What do you would, something? Liga, what are we looking for? What are we doing at the library? Uh, you notice Liga is basically just staring at one of the walls. Is it the children's books? Um, uh, make a perception check, both you and Lingling. <laughs> Actually, all three of you can oh. go ahead and make a perception check. So that's a d twenty. Just roll it and add your perception, which I think is nothing, because your wisdom is low, right? Yeah, six. Okay. 21. Okay. 13. Uh, Sunaj. Yeah. You notice Laika's eyes turn a brilliant blue. And he begins to unlatch his daggers. Hmm. Which don't appear to be daggers, as you notice. They are wands. He is about to use magic in this area. Oh, hey, someone's got to get that kid. And you see papers from your desk start to fly off your desk and start to hurl themselves around the room, spinning uh, as if they're like kind of caught in like a little tornado. I'm just going to I'm just going to hold out a gold coin towards you. Uh, Just like just like just chill. All right. Um, So it's the the air is extremely violent. So it just kind of grabs the the coin and (laughs) shoots it across the room. Um, (laughs) After a few moments of him doing this, uh, you begin to see crack of lightning shoot out from his wands. And it's starting to hit the corners um, to his left and his right on the ground. And it's kind of reaching up to the ceiling. And it's kind of uh, it's starting to create almost a strange uh, fluidly written light purple uh, symbols. Uh, you could probably assume that these are runes, um, and they start to reveal themselves. Uh, Tormac, you've never seen this before. This is absolutely ridiculous to you. Tarmac. Um, tar- I'm sorry. Tarmac. 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 I'll get it eventually. Tarmac. Just think of air. Tarmac. 
Tarmac, you see, uh, you've never seen this before. It's absolutely ridiculous to you. Um, you're starting to see that these runes are beginning to reveal themselves, lining the entire room. Uh, you're starting to see them glow bright and project themselves outward toward each and every wall. And in the center of the room, you're starting to see a sigil uh, create itself, a circular sigil, um, both on the top and the bottom, right uh, underneath you. Now I can. You could do whatever oh, okay, you want. Okay. You could say it. You can interrupt anytime. Oh, I just felt like an asshole. Um, well, you are. But... Okay, so they're right <laughs> underneath me. Yes, they're right underneath you. I'm. I'm gonna jump back quick. Okay. So uh, as you kind of jump back, um, you see uh, that the symbols are pretty much no larger than your guys' hands. It's not really that big. Um, they're a little bit bigger than Ling Ling's hands. Um, <laughs> But the amount of them uh, sort of fill the doorway from top to bottom um, in like a horizontal fashion. And on the center, uh, the center sigil, you're starting to see it's almost like a little uh, force field looking thing. And you're starting to see uh, it appears to be some type of message. Uh, can anyone speak or read Elvin? No, I can't. I guess it's all, all on like <laughs> Um, so, you notice uh, Lyga starts to whisper, um, and you hear, Lithiai, Elitheothasa, and then you see uh, this, uh, the runes are starting to shrink. You're, uh, you're scaring me, buddy. And uh, just sort of with purpose, they snap into place, and they start lining the room, uh, creating what appears to be like uh, archaic purple chains. Um, uh, reaching across from each other, tightly wrapping this building. Uh, the center sigil begins to glow and the shield fades from the top to the bottom and it starts to materialize into a blue orb in the center. This is way cooler than the dinner theater. Your desk I, is gone. I'm, so my character is visibly freaking out. <laughs> but he's like speech. He doesn't know. Right, what, right. Because this is a very boring job. Right. And every, <laughs> so he, he's just shook. Uh, your desk is completely like imploded. It's gone. It dissipated with basically the 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 little shield force field thing. Okay. And everything materialized into a little blue orb that's floating in the center of that area, right in that center of the sigil. Wait a minute. There's no way you've ever been to a dinner theater. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it before. Did we? Yeah. Sometimes I think you just lie, though. There's no way you've been to a dinner theater. You don't. You've never been to theater. Of course I have. Used to oh. go all the time with my mom. Before she was died of natural causes with the knife in her back. See, I can just imagine you just, just fucking stayed in the cave and ate worms the whole time. No. Until, were, until she died. No, you actually did things? Okay, I thought you were full of shit. Oh, oh shit. What the fuck's going on over here? Oh, dude. Oh, your desk. I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't know he did that. Honestly. What, what is that kid doing? Um He's doing stuff. Well, yeah. we don't have any spell books because magic is forbidden here. So oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, uh, we do magic. It's just a thing. Uh, I'm from Ulboro. Uh, he doesn't understand that it's wrong, maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't do magic. He just jumps really high. <laughs> and I breathe fire. Uh, uh, well, if, by if, the looks of you, I think that's considered... Magic. No, 
Just part of my birth. Oh, whatever, kid. I think his mom Listen. fucked a dragon. Oh. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Okay. All right. Sure. If it makes you feel better, we stood up to the Knights of Gladiator. Well, I heard your speech. Okay. Yeah. But that doesn't replace my desk. How much is it? I, an explanation is going to be hefty. Because <laughs> I don't know how to tell them it was destroyed without saying, by magic. Um, you guys start to see this this orb in the center. What are you guys all doing? Liga's eyes are starting to turn back to normal. Uh, Liga, what's going on here? As I kind of back away from it. This... This is the Library of the Fifth. The Chronicle of Plains. What? The Library of the Fifth. Chronicle of Plains. Yeah. I... Yeah, we heard you, Liga. What, what, what the fuck is going on? This is an arcane library. Oh, n- no. No, no, it's not. There's no magic allowed here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure an arcane library doesn't have an 18 plus section. <laughs> no, we had one. Someone took all the books. Oh. Was that someone you? <laughs> well, the desk is gone now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, about that. I'm going to hand you a gold coin. <laughs> uh, so as you guys kind of look around, you see that uh, there are books now in this library. A lot of them are uh, transparent books, but they have runes on the spines. So uh, like Liga, he grabs one of them and he pulls it out and it, it materializes. Hmm. It is an arcane library. So you just pull a book out of the ghost book and it is a book? And you can read it. Oh. About me, can I read them? I got any cool stories in them? Here's the kid's book. And he kind of hands you like uh, uh, my dad cord and me. Can, can I high five him and say sick burn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do that. He, he has no idea what to do when you raise your hand up to high five him. Uh, all right. Well, sick burn, kid. He nods. Uh, you start to see a... <laughs> He kind of pulls out a book, and he's just kind of, like, looking through a couple different books. Um, and he finds, like, one that's uh, uh, what you notice, Sunaj, is it says Asmodeus on the front. Oh, shit. Um, so it has, like, a bunch of different gods um, on in this this library. Um, is that how you say that? Asmo- Asmodeus? Asmodeus, yeah. Okay. Just for future reference. Yep. I mean, we know nobody else is going to get it right, apparently, but I'll try. Right, right, right. <laughs> Um, so he just kind of like skims through that. He's just kind of looking through other books. Yeah. What are you guys? Uh, I'm. Uh, are you guys gonna rent that? You can't just. Is that re- your book? No, but it's. It's, it's not free. Yeah. I thought it's libraries were free. If you rent the book, it's yeah. You do uh, you need a card first? I have to subscribe you to the to the library. You get the card. You wait for, uh, what seven days. <laughs> And then you get your card in the mail. You come back and you get the book. You look back and your uh, your arcane computer is completely just burnt up. <laughs> just take the book. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to hand you another gold coin. Okay. <laughs> I don't say anything. Just take it. I wink at him. 
<laughs> nice. So, um, Liga sets the book down, and he sort of turns toward you two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he walks over, and he sort of uh, starts like pulling out a scroll from his back pocket. And he he hands Sunash the scroll. Okay. And as you open up the scroll, you see that it says uh, it's a petition to start a guild of knights. And everybody in Torax Keep and their moms signed this. Really quick, since I was sleeping, can I? Are there? Is there anyone else in the library? You don't see anybody else, no. Okay. I want to put a close sign out and lock the door. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Nice. Um, as you kind of open the door and, like, peek your head out to, like, put the close sign on, you see that, like, uh, that little gnome walking past. Goddamn kids. <laughs> and then. Uh, <laughs> Can I. S- <laughs> I just want to say yes. Because I did it. <laughs> I, I knew you did it. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So <laughs> you close it. Um, and <laughs> so you close the door and you put the uh, close sign on the outside. Um, you turn back and you see basically he he just handed you that scroll. Um, this is real. This isn't like some magic thing you've done. This is real. We are accepted to have a guild. Wow. I was doing this when you were all celebrating. This is amazing, Liga. We we we're we're a guild now, right? Are we official? Is that what this means? We just have a little bit more paperwork to do, but yes. I take it you guys will handle that paperwork, yeah? Yeah, we'll have you signing crayons. <laughs> He's when reading it comes the around. kids' book. <laughs> He's coloring in it. <laughs> Where do you keep getting crayons? <laughs> in his nose. Tar macaroni gave me some. Do you give him crayons? Don't give him crayons. <laughs> They're free for kids. I just <laughs> call him Tar Macaroni. <laughs> Liga sort of makes his way toward the center. Okay. I'm going to and... take that scroll and put it somewhere safe. Okay. And he starts to... He's boofing it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> um, so he makes his way over toward the... Uh, the center, the little, uh, the little orb in the center. He just kind of stares at it. Is there anything in particular we're looking for, Lyga? We're looking to find out where we can find Gorum. Well, no shit. Sorry, bud. That's okay. You look. You picked up a book on Asmodeus. Do yes. You th- do you think he has something to do with it? No. I just found a cool book. <laughs> okay. What what are you going to do? What what's the plan of this? Can Where I do... keep this book? <sighs> Fuck it. Yeah, kid. I give him a gold piece. <laughs> Thank you. All right. <laughs> what's that orb? I am not sure. Uh, would you guys like to make a an yeah. arcana check? Can I too? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Is it D20 as well? Yep. Okay. Since I have that boost to my persuasion, can I persuade the orb to tell me what it is? <laughs> um, oh, 21. Oh, I got a 15. Okay. 
16. Jesus, all three of you minus Liga know what this is. Um, so uh, as you sort of look into this, uh, you can tell that uh, you guys have all seen this before, whether it was on like a, a cart for a merchant or something before for Ling Ling, um, or you, you know, checked into one of these before from uh, somewhere in Ulboro. Um, you've also seen this. Um, this is an orb of scrying. Um, so basically what it allows you to do is you can look and check basically into these things and you can uh, sense where people are. You can find their location. You can help yourself basically find a location of somebody as long as they're on the existential plane that you are on. Shit. Uh, does this have like a limited use or is it just... It basically, uh, it does, um, but you don't know how many charges it has. Um, what you do know is that with this specific one, um, you need to essentially, you always need to have some type of like uh, item from the person or like a lock of hair or something that basically shows that it's from whoever you're looking for. So like for like Harry, it would be like if you had one of his horses, I guess, but like you need something in order to like sacrifice it to this orb and Liga sort of steps over um, right in front of the orb and just kind of stares very very deeply into it this is a uh, this is a scrying orb Liga I've used these before how do we use it um, we have to uh, we have to take something of whoever we're looking for and sacrifice it and then Tell us where they're at. Essentially, do you, do you yeah. guys know about this tarmac? Yeah, no, I've seen it. You just kind of look in it, right? Yeah, yeah, boring. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting view of the world, my friend. We could probably find my parents' killer with this thing. Do you, you have, something. have something of his or theirs? Do you have the knife? Yeah, I got the knife that I pulled out of my mom's back. Holy shit, you have the knife? Okay, well, didn't that's one thing. I thought you said the knife was from natural causes. Or the death was from natural causes. I don't know causes. at this point. I always thought it was, but people have been telling me it's not, so. I don't know. Well, kid, if that's what you believe, I you know, I think uh, the knife could be natural causes. That's what I said. It makes sense. No one's seen anything happen, so it must just happened itself, right? Yeah, definitely not murder. Yeah. Definitely not. Except for Meta, because Meta killed your parents. Meta? Yeah, I think... Wait, no, Meta did not kill your parents, in case we need Meta's help to find Gorm. Meta did not kill your parents. Someone else killed your yeah, parents. Yeah, we never really could prove if he did or not. We just thought he did. <laughs> Meta definitely could have killed his parents. Oh, you know Meta? Yeah, I know Meta. Fucking badass. Stole one of his cards, though. You stole one of Meta's cards? Yeah. I give him a gold piece. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so we got to have something of Gorm's to find Gorm. And we got we to gotta do the knife, too. That's, I mean, did you want to find Meta? It, Liga reaches into Sunaj's pocket. Uh, Breast pocket. Okay. You, uh, he pulls out a coin that you remember Gorham handing you. Oh, yeah. He handed you a coin, and it was the first time you took a coin from him, and you 
put it in your breast pocket. Yes, I did. And he takes the coin and he sort of like walks it over. Gorham handed you this. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Can we try? He kind of whips it at the orb. <laughs> it just bounces off and falls to the floor. Oh, before we... How many tries does this have? What if they're not home? Wait, what if they're not yeah, home? Yeah, what if... You see their home, right? You just see where they the person lives? I think you see where they're at. But then with Gorm, we also gotta oh, hope shit. that it's his soul, because that's what we're looking for. Okay. That makes more sense. I don't I don't know if it determines like their their body or I don't think your right. home is where is you're it, at. Is it like first person you see through you see them through someone else's eyes? Yeah. Seen from above, like bird's eye view, like Yeah, I don't I don't know what the arcane developer did to make this spell work, but <laughs> But uh, I haven't looked at the spell coding. Lingling, as they're talking, you notice this coin is starting to float into the air um, by like a connection of some type of little static from the orb. Hey, I think it's working, guys. <laughs> oh shit, he's right. And for once, it starts to uh, to dissipate, and you see uh, the orb is very like a, a foggy, like almost very cloudy. Does he lose another gold piece then? Yes. <laughs> oh no. How will I live? Um, How will I feed myself? You begin to stare deeply into this orb and you just see fog and smoke just basically pushing back and forth. Um and it starts to swirl and then it slows down. And after a few moments, you still see fog and smoke. Well, that wasn't very cool. Show us Gorum. Maybe it's voice activated. Uh, it swirls once, and then it just shows back to the fogginess. Show us Gorum's soul. Um, the it kind of turns into like almost like a a smoky like uh finger, and kind of flips you off. <laughs> Can <laughs> sick burn. It kind of gives you the like fucking mint thing. Damn it. <laughs> it got me. The circle game. It lowers just low enough to be at a waist level. I think you got a new sidekick, buddy. The um, scrying one. Well, that was not useful. I mean, that was definitely Gorum-ish. Uh, would you guys like to roll an Arcana or yeah. um, Perception or anything? 20. Not net. For Arcana? Uh, or yeah, arcana. Okay. Twelve arcana. Fifteen for perception. Okay. Twelve arcana. Okay. So with your fifteen perception, you can definitely tell that there is absolutely no like foul play. Um, with your arcana, you can see that the spell did work. The scrying did do its effect. Hmm. What you cannot tell is why it didn't show you Gorum. All you can basically see is that it it did do its effect. So by for some reason, um the effect did uh attempt to go through, but for some reason there was no connection made. Okay, so it isn't this is dumb. It's not like he's literally in just a misty place. It's like the connection didn't go through. Yes. Okay, so there's something blocking it. Or he's in a place where you can't scry. Correct. Liga. 
Leica, does that make any sense to you? Are there any places that you wouldn't be able to scry? I know, I think maybe there are spells that can stop scrying, possibly, but I don't know for sure. What do you know, Leica? All I know is that the spell is only in effect if you're on the existential plane. What other planes are there, Leica? I think that's a question for Tarmac. Yeah, you're the librarian. What other planes are there? Uh, I get, yeah. Uh, I, you know, ironically, even though I work at the library, I don't, I don't read much. I don't know if you saw when you walked in, but I was sleeping. <laughs> you we know, now saw. that you mention it. Um, okay, I think we're back to Liga. <laughs> we saw you. <laughs> yes, we all saw him sleeping. Like, what you, do you... you drooled. All right. A lot. All right. You drooled your pants, kid. <laughs> Gross, Ling Ling. <laughs> no, I didn't! <laughs> I spilled my Darbucks. <laughs> There's so much cream. Um, can I roll to see what other planes I would know of? Because I don't want to metagame, but I, I know there are other planes. Yeah. I just want to know which one's I as a character. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh. uh, 23. Uh, with a 23, uh, we'll say that's... That's Arcana. Okay. So we'll stay with uh, in- Intelligence or Arcana. We'll still allow it. Um, Essentially, you know that there are uh, several other planes, such as like the Feywild. Um, you're familiar with the Shadow uh, Shadowfell. Um, you are familiar with uh, you're familiar with uh, basically those specific ones, but there aren't a lot of other realms that you know of specifically you know uh obviously there's the spirit realm which is basically where you're going to heaven you also know that there's the um well you know that there's the uh hell nine circles of hell um that's a realm in its own you do know that there is a realm as well called ravnica okay so you're familiar with all of these specific realms um, with A23. Okay. Uh, as far as I know, there's no way to differentiate which planes. But I know that there's Shadowfell and the Feywilds, and I-, I doubt he'd be going to heaven or hell unless maybe he he got in bad with... I guess it's all random, I suppose, but... He's being he's being guarded by a by some type of powerful being, right? Is that what it is? Liga? I'm not sure. He's in one of those places. He has to be. The void card just says that you are in a random place. Your soul is brought to a random place. Okay. Well, I guess that's it for Gorm. Let's find your killer. Let's go find your parents' killers. <laughs> I'm joking. Why don't we find Meta? He might know more. <laughs> Did Ling Ling just get really excited for a second? <laughs> I feel like the I feel like the people listening need to know what I just saw <laughs> because it was Thomas <laughs> sit forward excitedly and then stop and then sink a little. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Ling Ling definitely got excited there. And then all his hopes and dreams were crushed. Naturally. Yeah. Meta knows a lot about magic. Do we have anything of Meta's? I. Damn, I knew I we should have took that. Wait, what? Yeah, he still oh, got his car. No, well, yeah. You remember well, kid. I did. I took one of his cards when we were playing. He didn't even realize oh, it. One of his cards? Cards. I yeah, thought not took cars. his cart. Like with his <laughs> oh, horses cart. and shit. Oh, yeah. No. I thought he said car. I Yeah, we call cart. Car, like... I call carts cars. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. He took one of his cards, like his playing cards? Yeah. Can can I destroy it <laughs> to find him? Oh, man. I won't tell him. I, wa- I wanted him to sign it for me, but. Uh, <laughs> Tarmac, give me a perception check. 17. Uh, you do notice Liga is behind you with his hand up trying to give you a high five. <laughs> <laughs> can I behind the back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Super slick. <laughs> All right. Um, nice. Yeah. Otherwise, he was just standing there. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to be cool. Poor kid. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'll part with it. Uh. Can I just ask you a favor? Yeah. I, uh. Yes. Him or all of us? Well, he seems to be the commanding one. Yeah. He <laughs> yeah. Something about not reading children's books yeah. does that. <laughs> Ling Ling Sometimes. and Liga look at each other like <laughs> shaking their heads. <laughs> you know me, natural born leader. Selfless. <laughs> Very coy of you to say. I would like to to lease you this card. Lease? Lease. Okay. What does that mean? I will give it to you. For one small down payment of five gold. Okay. And then we'll come up with terms and conditions after. (laughs) You strike a hard bargain, my friend. (laughs) And if you agree now, essentially you agree to all terms and conditions. (laughs) Because that card will be destroyed. I don't get to read that? You don't have it? It's in my head. I'm going to make shit. it up after the cart's destroyed. Well, you know me. I'm totally a man of my word, honest, unable to lie. There's no chance I would, you know, as a knight, ever betray that. Uh, so, sure, I'll do whatever you say. Okay. I shake his hand. Okay. Uh, I just take out, like, uh, several gold coins and okay. toss them at you in your hand. I'm just going to roll a d12, and I might roll again if it doesn't All look right. like it's enough. Five. I'm just going to roll again. Yeah, you're getting 14 gold coins. Okay. Um, I just throw you. Just throw all right. You. Can I try and slip them a not, or I'm going to give them not the card and say it's the card. Oh, give me a sleight of hand check. Um, You can roll a perception Okay. to see if uh, opposed perception. You can as well. I want to. As yep. Well. 16. 15. 9. Okay, Ling Ling, you have no idea. Um, but, Sunaj, you do notice that he's handing you a different card. You've seen the cards Meta plays with. You know that they all have cool flames in the corners. This one does not have a flame in the corner. 
Okay. Uh, I'd like to reach out uh, to take it, and then with my other hand, I'd like to mage hand and grab his uh, grab the real card. All right. Give me a sleight of hand. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Oh, that's... Actually, make give me a, a a pose sleight of hand. Okay. Oh shit! Really? Okay. Yeah. Sixteen. Twenty-eight. Oh, Motherfucker! My God. <laughs> okay. Can I slip him the card that he did not want? <laughs> I will say uh, you go for that card and you see that he kind of, uh, you notice that as you reach for it, you know where it's at. You go for it and then you feel there and there's nothing there. I just smirk and I, I hand it over to him. I'm just saying. The I'm actual just, Yeah. Okay. I was, I'm just fucking with you. Roll deception check. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So he hands you over the actual card with the flames on the corners. Okay. Thanks. Anytime. Still pretty cool you stole this. Uh, I'm going to throw it at the, at the scrying thing. Uh, as you throw it, it kind of uh, wavers over, and it catches it. Um, the scrying scrying orb catches it, and it starts to dissipate the card. And you start to look into this, um, this orb. And you see, at first, of course, it's still foggy, but then it starts to swirl. And you start to see a uh, little lightning and thunder kind of, uh, you can hear thunder through it. Hmm. You can uh, see the lightning kind of crackling through it. It looks like clouds. And it kind of shoots itself almost like uh, cinematically. You see it shoot itself toward a uh, sort of a waterlogged shanty town um, on the edge of a cliff. Waves are crashing hard against this thing. It is a very dark night, and lightning is just lighting up the sky, um, thunder roaring. You guys can feel the cold almost of the rain hitting you as you're watching through this. It's like watching an IMAX. Is it as cold as my house is right now with no working furnace? It's probably just as cold, yeah. It feels like you're in IMAX, but people are spitting on you from the back row. <laughs> I so, love when they do that. <laughs> so uh, as you're kind of watching, you can see the, the waves hitting the rocks below. Um, you kind of get uh, this orb. You're kind of looking through its eyes as it kind of soars you through the air, and it brings you down toward this town. Uh, people hauling uh, barrels and, and sort of uh, – they're, they're sort of – uh, hauling and kind of like rolling barrels across these wooden planks sort of look like onto ships. Hmm. Um, and they kind of appear to be bringing them over to the ships to send them out at sea. Uh, you can see as the camera sort of pans toward like a, a beautiful hut, um, like a really, really pretty uh, log cabin almost, where you see a large table. And you hear... The sound of cards shuffling through hands. You start to see a light flame, and you can feel the warmth of this flame in this room as you're watching. You see light flame flickering sort of uh, off to the side, and you begin to see a figure in the shadows. As the figure sort of leans forward with his, with his great Indiana Jones hat, you see Meta who appears to be talking to somebody, but you cannot see who that somebody is. They're kind of a figure of smoke. You can only see Meta. 
and you see he starts to talk. How long before they come for us? And you kind of hear like a like a blurry blurry sound. Make a perception check, everybody. Twelve. Oh dope. You uh, said perception? 24. Yep. Nineteen. Twenty-four. Uh what did you say? Twelve? Twelve. Lingling. You hear the other voice. So you hear how long before they come looking for us? And you hear they're going to be on their way. I'm sorry, my lord. You recognize this to be Heritar's voice. And you hear Meta wait. And he starts to look over toward where the camera would be facing him. And you can kind of see he's staring at this point of view. And it sort of moves back and forth to kind of avoid him, but he's focused on it. Someone's watching. (laughs) Uh, You see he starts to raise his hand up and he snaps his fingers. And all you see is flame cover this orb. You guys start to feel extremely warm until there's nothing left. You cannot see anything past that. You cannot hear anything through the roar of the flames. Did you guys hear that? Yup. Most of it. Did I hear it? Well, you... 19. You you did not. Oh, okay. You only heard meta. You guys only heard meta. Heard meta? Yeah, right? You didn't hear who you was talking to? No? Tarmac, did you? You heard it? It was Harry. And Harry called him his lord. What? Yeah. He was warning him that someone was coming for him. He called him lord? Yes. Like the musician? No, like his lord. He said my lord. Well, Heritar is a little bit royal. I said, my lord, this conversation is boring. What? (laughs) Who's Harry? (laughs) Harry. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. I don't know you. Okay. Acceptable. I'd say the same thing. He's a friend of ours. But he left us. Oh. He called him Lord. Like my Lord, specifically. Yeah, he said... Like he works for him. You'll be here soon, my Lord. Or something like that. (laughs) Wow, you are adorable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can I pinch his cheek? (laughs) Absolutely. I don't know if he'd allow it, but... Lingling giggles. <laughs> <laughs> what was that shanty town? Uh, Tarmac, you actually recognize this town. Okay. You recognize this to be Crosden, the port city. Oh, gotcha. It looks like a huge shanty town. When you're looking at it, it's right on the edge of a uh, cliff. And right below, there's said to be myth. Of the Kraken. Okay. And you said Crosden? Crosden. Crosden. Uh, yeah, that looked like uh, Crosden. Uh, it's a little shanty town, port city. Supposedly, there's a Kraken. Oh yeah, I have. I bought the map <laughs> of the the area, but I saw there's a little little Kraken. Yeah. I thought that was just for style. No, that yeah, it's real. You uh, seen supposedly, it? no. 
But I, I don't give a shit about that Yeah, stuff. my mom used to tell me <laughs> stories about that. Did she? She said she's seen it once. Really? Really? Is she is she from around there? Uh, yeah, from when she was a girl, she was there. And then, yeah, she moved north to uh, just outside of Grigon, where we grew up on the river. But at the same time, um, my mom did drink a lot of specialty and, you know, drinks and stuff like that. So I learned that I could never really believe her. <laughs> my mom did a lot of that too, kid. Yeah. It might be why she died of natural causes with a knife in her back. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. At you least your see, mom didn't abandon you. You see the orb cracks. Oh, shit. No. Quick, throw your knife at it. I throw my knife at it. It breaks all the way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it catches your knife. And the knife starts to dissipate. And you all start to look into this foggy orb. And you start to see, as it starts to pan the camera through and everything... Uh, looks like a sunny area. You start to peer in, and it takes you to this tree right next to basically this home. There is a sort of a wooden and straw, looks like bamboo, um, home. Completely built off of like natural, natural resources. And you start to pan around and you can see inside this orb there is a person chopping wood they appear to be bald they have tattoos all over their body and they appear to be working this basically completely just chopping wood and creating more, uh, it looks like they're just creating lumber so that they can actually uh, create a little bit more support on their home that they're building. But they're in a forest. So they're cutting down this area. And there's one specific tree that stands out right next to this home. And you see this guy cutting the wood and you see right next to him. There's a little girl, and she's kind of just, like, basically taking, like, marshmallows over the fire and sort of making s'mores. And she's sort of, uh, the as you, this camera kind of pans on both of them, you see it pans slowly toward her. And it points toward her. And you see this girl with black hair. She has curly black hair. And you see she's kind of got like a, like a very slender face. She appears to be elven. And she's wearing just like regular young, like a young dress. It's a yellow dress. It's kind of spotted checkers. And then you start to see other figures sort of showing up, but they're all smoky. And they're kind of just walking past. And then the orb starts to get foggy again. One thing, everybody roll a perception check. 18. 16. 9. <laughs> One thing that you notice about this girl 
One of her eyes is not a normal eye. It appears to be of an eye that looks like what you've seen in books as the eye of a dragon. To be continued. Ling Ling got family still. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that went by quick. Jesus. It did. It went by really quick. That was was awesome. Learned some shit. Can I? I I guess we know where we're going. Go ahead. I was just going to ask a meta question. Yeah, go ahead. If I would have given, if he would have tried to use the card I gave him, would that have lessened the uses of it, or would you have still allowed him to? It would have lessened the uses. Really? Because uh-huh. <laughs> that was going to be he... the joke was that I just gave him the wrong card and he this and nothing happened. <laughs> that would have been great. It, it would have showed us you because it would have been <laughs> oh, your yeah, card. He's just laughing. All you can see is him laughing and holding on to the actual card. And you're like, what the fuck, dude? I would have probably hit you really hard, and then I would have laughed really hard. Maybe not in that order, but... That's great. That would have been hilarious, but I wish it we would have sucked. I wish we would have kept going, like rolling sleight of hands for sessions to keep, keep like trying to switch them back and forth. That was fun. What do you guys think is going to happen next? Based on everything that's happened, you guys just learned a shit ton of stuff. You finally actually have something for Ling Ling. Yeah. Something deep. Yeah, and now, yeah. What? How does Ling Ling feel about all this right now? He really wants to meet that girl. But at the same time, we have no idea where that is. So I think Meta would still be the way to go. Yeah. See, I worry about Meta now because like, there's something a lot deeper going on now. Because Heritar called him Lord, mm-hmm. which makes me think, like I have and the thought, like maybe he, he asked, "When are they coming?" And he said, "They'll be here soon." I don't know if they're talking about the Knights of uh, Gladiator or if they're talking about us. Like, yeah, is Heritar trying to keep Meta from us or trying to keep him from the Knights of Gladiator at this point? Yeah. It's hard but to say, would, too, because he's uh, so, now exiled. Yeah, you know? and would Harry know necessarily that we're looking for Meta? Was he there for that? No, I don't, he, I don't he, think he wasn't was. there when Gorham went. Yeah, I didn't think he was, so... So, I mean, it, it kind of, like... I guess it, it would lean more toward the knights. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... If he's calling him Lord, you know, there could be a lot of other things that yeah. could be... Maybe he does know a lot more. Maybe his bird knows, you know. Mm-hmm. For all you guys know. What happened to the bird? Do we have Gorm's bird? The bird's still around. Okay, it's just following us now? It's just kind of floating around, yeah. It's kind of... If you call it, it'll basically fly in. Okay. I'm... Got some ideas. I also have an idea. Is it to have... Fried raven? <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me talk to it first, at least, please. No. Well, yes, I spend, you can talk to it. I spend nine minutes ritual casting, speak with animals, and a spear just whacks it to the wall. Yay! It's a flying spear. I do spear. have a flying spear. I don't even have to touch it, and it'll fucking hit the bird. That's true. <laughs> uh, what did you guys think of uh, Tarmac? I liked him. It was funny. Like it. He was actually really funny. Yeah. I thought that you did really fun with that. I'm glad it's I got to make that planes joke. <laughs> 
I, I got it halfway through. <laughs> I didn't understand it first. Holy Please. fuck. You didn't yeah. get it either. I just got it. <laughs> I didn't know. First, I, I should have asked if I could have rolled to, to know if I knew of any planes. But then I'm glad you said I don't want a metagame or anything. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe it looked like I just didn't want to be a dick. <laughs> like, I'm like, hey, do I know all the planes or like any planes? But I felt like that was a wasted opportunity. I was like, he's pretty versed in magic, though. So it would make sense if he knew about planes and stuff like yeah. that. Whereas, like me, I wouldn't know any of that shit. Yeah. So. And I don't know if I would or not, honestly. I don't think I would. It is it is funny that uh, the episode where we introduced Tarmac is the episode where we first discuss the idea discuss the idea of other planes. Yeah, yeah. right. That has never that, been that discussed before. <laughs> Holy shit! I think this the title of this episode is going to be called Planes. Yeah, makes sense. That'll yeah. be a good. That'll definitely be a good one. Very very well done. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. I thought uh, Tarmac was actually really funny. He had a lot of really goofy moments. I loved, loved that you put a closed door sign out there. <laughs> I don't know, or closed closed shop. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Just like the oh shit, I better close the shop. Like, <laughs> well, I think it was because he, he knows how forbidden magic is, and right, obviously right, right. a scrying uh, orb isn't not magic. So I think he right. was just kind of afraid that someone would rat him out and then he'd have to go through all this fucking... That's fair. Did you guys think that he was the gnome? Yes. I, he, <laughs> he, I thought, I was like, why are you going into such deep detail? Uh, but Chris was like, nice. Like I, when you <laughs> I love doing that shit to these guys so much. Like I've done it like three or four times already where I'd like tell super, super deep details and then I'd be like, oh, it's not actually anybody. But like the last time, even with like Wallendahl, I went into super detail on this comedian that was in Torax Keep. <laughs> Yeah. And they ended up like they were in there, and they're like, "Oh, is this gonna be Wallendahl's character?" And it was not at all. <laughs> then he just said some jokes, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like the uh, the accent you gave this character. <laughs> they're all waiting, waiting for me to talk, and you just well, these goddamn kids bring in my building. <laughs> And part of the reason I reacted so big is because I love gnomes. Like, I, most of the characters I've ever played are gnomes. Really? And I thought, oh, cool, he's playing a fucking gnome. <laughs> it's our first gnome, too, I think. At least it the first been. one I remember. And, I but almost it, did. then you weren't. You're just a fucking teacher. I almost picked a gnome or a dwarf. You. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that would have been the only tieflings we've seen we've fought. The, yeah. the reason why I picked a tiefling was, f well, I guess I'll save, I don't know. Go ahead. Even, well, for the double tongue. Because they get... They, oh. Yeah. Oh, we can duck and a it, rock it, star, they? Yeah. Well, Don't. it matches with his yeah his uh, personality, just kind of the smart ass, and he can he quips. Yeah. I loved how, uh, even though crazy shit was happening, your reaction was always just like, <laughs> yeah, it's... it's I, I well, he know. doesn't give it. He was sleeping. He, At first, know, he yeah. was like, oh, shit. No, what the mm. fuck, dude? Well, and then he's <laughs> like, he was playing it cool. You could definitely yeah. tell, like... <laughs> yeah. He was consistent. Or even like, when Liga first like started doing the thing, he was like, "Hey, uh, someone should let him know he can't do that here." <laughs> he's, he's like smoking a cigarette in the corner, like he's smoking like, in the library. Like he, he was worried about it, but he he acted like he wasn't. 
too cool for my own good. <laughs> he really is. I'm excited for this character. Yeah. I'm really excited for you to to jump in and play this character with these guys because I think it's going to be really fun. And now you guys have like leeway. Like, what do you guys think you're going to be doing next? Like, what? Obviously, uh, I mean, you guys know how far Crosden. Crosden is like all the way across the map. Yeah, yeah literally, literally across the, the map. So like, that's gonna take a long time to get there. Like, what would you do? What are you gonna do? You well, know? we gotta make a stop in Grigon or the Heroes of Grigon. That's for true. Sake, like, I just I, make I, parents I, I, sign some, you know, autographs. Or I'll scribble some stuff, you know. Holy shit, it's Hand crazy print. that that's not where my mind was at at all. <laughs> yeah, that we should be the first thing on because your Because my first thought was, okay, there's probably some prison camps along the way. Let's go break those bitches. That's something I've been wanting to do for a Ooh. while. That's okay. Break idea. some bitches, get some soldiers. So like enslavement camps, yeah. Yeah, break out the magic users. That'd be a free. good way to get some, uh, some followers. Yeah, we have the list now. Have them sign up. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting. It's, it, but it's just so funny you know, that my honestly, mind was there, and yeah. he's like, "We're gonna go get autographs <laughs> in Grygon." <laughs> I mean, Grygon might be a good place to go now too. After all that, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, you could do that on the way, and then Grygon get some autographs, and then head down you know, to Crosden. Well, rumored Medusas, you know, we could have one person who's a vegetable and another who's a rock. That'd be fun. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. a carrot and a rock. <laughs> oh yeah, between a hard hard place and a, a, a carrot. As they always also say. Also kind of thinking, like, because we're at Torox Keep, we're basically on the coast. Yeah. Um, Might be a quicker route if we could get a ship or a boat or something. And because we got that river that basically goes through the map that we could take down around. Yeah, and I've never, I've never officially pointed out exactly where no. uh, my ship that I came from is. <laughs> so my ship deal. Yeah, you'd we'd... have to make it to the Flare River, which is right above Grigon. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that would bring you right yeah, down to Grosden. We, we could come down to there, and then trek over to Grigon, pretty much, and then continue on water from Grigon. The only thing is, you're going to be going close to Ark if you do that. Fuck those bitches. We have a guild. Well, doing it, the, uh, taking the water route would keep us further away from Ark than if we were to take land, though. This is very true. But you also don't know what's in between here or, you know, you got a long way to go if you go around, too. Regardless, you got a long way to go. (laughs) So one thing that I, 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 that one of the reasons I pulled out my phone to look at my spells was I had the thought during that scrying section. uh, I had the thought if I could uh, about possibly trying to misty step uh, through the scrying thing. But then I looked at it, and it's like thirty yep. feet to a, <laughs> I If it had just like, it, it's cool they do that because if they said just to a position you can see, which I think teleport is does. Yep. Um, if it, if I had teleport, then I could have done that possibly. As long as you know the location. Yep. Yeah. Which, if you're in scrying, you could potentially do that. Yes. Yeah. But when I saw it had a feet limit, that kind of broke that, and it would be stupid to do anyways. It would separate us, and that's true. But just a thought I had. All right. Well. uh... Thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you, Ian, for coming. We'll, yeah. We're excited to see you again next week. Uh, of course. And jump back into uh, Tarmac and uh, jump back into the plane. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, we will uh, we'll talk to you guys all later. Thank you. Peace.